0: The following presentation is brought to you by South Shore Baptist Church of Metairie, Louisiana, led by Pastor Jamie Jackson. Let's go back to Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11. I do want to preach a message this morning on faith, and we'll read a few more verses here in Hebrews chapter number 11. Dr. James Crumpton, pastor of the Westside Baptist Church for 57 years, had a great ministry there. It was said that uh, the gospel through his church was always being preached somewhere around the world. And uh, he had a great, great ministry. And uh, the Lord blessed in a great, mighty way. And he made this statement quite often. He'd say, there's a fine line between faith and foolishness. There's a fine line between faith and foolishness. All right? Um, you know, if I stood up here this morning and said, Now, look, we're going to go out and take out a $5 million loan. All right, somebody slap me. All right. <laughs> That's called foolishness, all right? That's called foolishness, all right? Uh, but but faith is based upon the word of the Lord, all right? That That's the only... This, this is an absolute truth. Right. The word of God is an absolute truth. You better believe this word, young people, before you believe a textbook. Right. If your textbook says you came from monkeys, you throw it away because the Bible says, in the beginning, God. That's right. All right? And so... This is an absolute truth, and this is what we believe, right? And uh, I I believe this by faith, all right? I have faith in the Word of God. And uh, as we move forward, we just, it's really not a hard thing. We're just simply putting faith in His Word, all right? And so verse number one, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is... And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise. As in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they'd been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is a heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, For he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob, and Esau concerning things to come. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sins for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ. Greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured it as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, as saying to do, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with him, that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, Waxed valiant, in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonments, they were stoned. They were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. And as we read Hebrews chapter 11, it's the great hall of faith. And we see people in there. We see murderers in there. We see prostitutes in there. We see liars in there. They're all in there. They got saved And by faith, they did something great for the cause of Christ. By faith. These were below average people. Sometimes we look at the people of the Bible and we say, well, those were super saints. No, they weren't. Hebrews chapter 11, below average people. Below average people. Hey, look, it doesn't matter the excuse. We can do something great for the cause of Christ. And as they did it, and as as the writer of Hebrews write to these Hebrews, they're living in a tough time, and he's saying, hey, Look at your forefathers. Look what they did. And the, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, it comes to us. Look what our spiritual forefathers did. Hey, we can do something great for the cause of Christ, too. I want to look at that thought this morning just briefly. Let's bow together once again. Lord, and so I encourage you to stay for that, all right? And uh, always thankful for folks getting baptized, following the Lord and believers' baptism. Uh, but this morning, if you have a bulletin, there is an outline there on the back of it. And uh, we want to follow along uh, and take some notes with us. That would be great. It will help you through the year. We read Hebrews chapter 11 and verses 1 and 2. And uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by the elders obtained a good report. And, And man, I want to go forward in 2022. I want to do something for the cause of Christ. I want to do something that's going to count for Jesus. Amen. One day we'll stand before him, we'll give an account. Uh, He will be the judge, and uh, he will be the righteous judge. He'll be fair, he's holy, he's compassionate, and uh, I want to get to heaven not have wasted my life. There's times that I look back on my life and I say, well, I wasted it then. You know, things that are temporal will burn up, and it'll be wasted, if you think about it. but things that are eternal... They last forever. Those are the things we need to invest in. And I want to encourage you uh, to do that. And uh, we, we want to believe God. We want to accomplish some things for Him. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.21, Unto Him be glory in the church. All right? So where God receives the glory is in the church and through the church. He says, by Christ Jesus throughout all ages. All right? So I'm doing something for Christ in and through the church. He says, world without end. So if I, you want to get in on something that's going to last Do something for Christ. Do something for Christ. As a church, we want to give him honor and glory. And as we move by faith, we need to realize it's not just us, all right? It's him working in and through us, all right? I like the story I read some years ago. I don't know if it's a true story or not, but the old farmer uh, bought a new plot of land and a new farm on the outskirts of town. And, man, that thing was run down. The house was dilapidated. The barn was almost all the way down. The fields were grown up. He got out there and started working hard and got that house looking good and got the barn back up to where it ought to be and planted some crops after he plowed it up and got some seed in the ground and those crops started coming up. Man, it was looking good and everything was looking good and the pastor come by to see him one day and the pastor said, Wow, Mr. Jones, you and the Lord have got this place looking good. And he said, No, sir. I got this place looking good. And he said, no, no, you and the Lord did it. He said, no, I did it. So they had a little bit of an argument there. He said, no, no, you and the Lord got this together. And Mr. Jones finally said, look, Pastor, I don't know about all that, but I do know this. If you just saw this place when the Lord had it by himself, it wasn't real good. Man, y'all need to laugh at my joke now. Come on. The first joke of 2022, and it bombed, huh? Anyway, I thought it was a good joke. But, hey, as we move forward, all right, we realize we are working. God doesn't use lazy people. Amen? God uses workers, all right? And as we're stretching out by faith, I want you to know the Lord's right there by his side. And the Lord's uh, helping us. And and this is a spiritual work that we're doing. And we're going to need a spiritual being, if we could say it that way. We're going to need the Lord. Amen. And we can always trust him. Years ago, captain of a ship uh, was sailing from Liverpool, and his destination was New York. He had his family on board. They got out there in the middle of the ocean, and man, a great, a great, great storm come up, and people were starting to get on life jackets, and things like that were happening. And uh, the little girl, his little girl was down in her uh, 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 room sleeping, and she got up, and and said man what's going on they said oh there's a great storm honey get your life jacket on and she said where's my dad and they said well he's up he's up with the helm he's on the bridge there and she said oh it's all good i'm gonna go back to sleep And i tell you your heavenly father's at the helm and the storms I, i hate to tell you this there will be storms of life in 2022 and a lot of times the storms come and we're doing something great for god and it derails us it derails us don't let the storms of life derail what you got planned for God in 2022. Because it didn't catch him by surprise. It didn't catch him by surprise. He's still uh, there. The Bible tells us in several places uh, that we're to live by faith. Mark 11:22, and Jesus answering, said to them, Have faith in God. Habakkuk 2, 4 says, The just shall live by faith. So the Bible tells us after we're saved, we're to live by faith still. We're we're saved by faith in the grace that he gives, but we're to live by faith also. In fact, the Bible says this, Romans 14, 23, For whatsoever is not of faith is what? Sin. You mean if I don't live my life by faith, I'm living in sin? Exactly. Well, that's scary, isn't it? Because we all know we don't always live by faith, do we? (laughs) If we get real, real bold here. Hey, what, whatsoever is not a faith is sin. The Bible says that without faith it's impossible to please Him. That's right. And so if we're going to please God, all right, we're, we have to live by faith, all right? And, and, and we see that, uh, uh, that even by, by faith in salvation in His grace, all right? We know we're saved by faith. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace are you saved faith. through faith, all right? That grace is an unmerited favor. In other words, this, I I don't deserve salvation. I'm a sinner. Don't look so smug, you are too. (laughs) Bunch of wicked sinners in here this morning. Oh, here's where we go. Oh, I would never do that. Well, hold up. Any sin that you could imagine in your mind is capable in this auditorium right here this morning. You say no. Oh, it is. Because we are totally depraved. There's none righteous, no, not one. See, see what man wants to do is is make you feel good about yourself. I don't know about you, but I look in the mirror and go, man, I don't feel good about myself. (laughs) Thank the Lord when he sees me, he don't see me, he sees the blood of the lamb. (laughs) Man, I don't feel too good about myself. They just want to put a patch on it. They want to give you a self-help book. You'll never do anything until you realize there's none righteous, no, not one. You'll never trust Christ. And when you realize for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, we're just sinners. I'm thankful that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I'm thankful that, yes, there has been a gift given. He gave a gift on the cross of Calvary. He paid my sin debt. He paid my sin debt. My sin debt was to be paid in a place called hell. He paid that for me. Man, I'm thankful for that. For by grace, unmerited favor, I don't deserve it, by faith. I put my faith in that. I put my faith in that. In other words, someone said, well, well you've got to repent you know, and quit sinning. Let me tell you something. You can't quit sinning because you've got this old flesh. <laughs> now, your spirit has been awakened and made alive, and your soul's been saved, but this old body still sins, right. all right? It's, all sin, all, it's still sin. But when he says repent, he's saying this. He says repent. He, this was, here's what he's saying. Repent of what you were trusting in to get you to heaven. You need to repent of trusting in your good works. You know, you hear a salvation message, and somebody will say, well, I'm pretty good. Or you look around the room, you say, oh, I'm better than him. <laughs> I'm better than she is. I mean, I live with her, I know. <laughs> Well, I'm in trouble already. <laughs> yeah. I got to go home by faith today. <laughs> you have a tendency to look around and say, oh, I'm, I'm better than they are. Yeah, you can be better than they are, but you're still dying and going to hell. Still got sin, right? Still got sin. By faith in that grace. I'm thankful for that. That's salvation. That's, first of all, hey, you know what? The greatest thing you could do this year is Make sure you're saved. Get saved. In other words, be redeemed. In other words, trust Christ as your personal Savior. You do that by realizing, I am a sinner. I know I am. And I want to go to heaven, but I can't because my sin won't take me to heaven. It'll take me to hell. And ask the Lord Jesus Christ and trust him for his salvation, that perfect blood that he shed on, on the cross of Calvary. Trust that for salvation. That's the greatest thing you can do. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Put your name there. Whosoever. Put your name there. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can be saved today. You can be saved today. Now, that you're saved, all right, I, I, I want to live by faith. How, how do I go on uh, living by faith? I'm thankful that the Bible doesn't leave us in the dark on this, all right? So I want to give you three things here this morning very quickly. Number one, faith. Is not. Faith is not. Here's what faith is not. Faith is not a blind leap. It's not a blind. There are those that feel that that, that, that a life lived by faith is a life of a fool. They, they think it's just a, a, a leap in the dark somewhere. Just jumping out there. That's not what faith is. Uh, God says, I'll lead you. Faith says, I'll follow. All right? God says, I'll feed you. Faith says, I'll eat. God says, I'll meet your needs. Faith says, it's done. Faith is never a leap in the dark. It's based on the Word of God. Amen. This, following this, is not a leap in the dark. Right. I'm following this, all right? I'm following faith. Faith is not a blank check. Faith is not a blank check. Uh, we got, some folks call it the name it and claim it crowd. You know, the name it and claim it. Uh, a philosophy that, that's in the church today uh, they've been taught that uh, just just ask God for something out there and, and uh, whatever it might be. You name it, you claim it, boom, voila, you got it. Mm-mm. Faith is not a blank check. Yeah, it's not a blank check. Uh, God is not our cosmic Santa Claus somewhere. Yeah, that's what that's what people want to use him. A genie in the bottle. That's all God is to some people. Oh, God, I need this. I need that. Do this and do that. See, he's the master. I'm the slave. <laughs> we got it backwards. It's not a blank check. That's what people think faith is. Y'all okay? Got quiet on that one. <laughs> uh, faith is not just like, you know, name it, claim it, it'll be done. No, no, no. Be careful about that kind of preaching. Oh, that's dangerous. What happens is people do what the preacher said, and they name it and claim it, whatever it is, the million dollars or the house or the, whatever it is, and then they get disappointed. And then they're no longer in church because they got disappointed. We need to be careful. Faith is not a blank check. By the way, can I say this to you? Uh, faith is not a, a bad choice either. I, I i went to a funeral one time, Andy and I went to a funeral to see a, la- a lady, and uh, She kind of had this name-it-and-claim-it stuff going on. And I felt so sorry for her as we stood by the casket of her mother. Here's what she said. Her mother's laying there, and we're trying to console her, and she's just distraught. Obviously, she lost her mother. Here's what she said. I had so much faith for her. I had so much faith for her. And God had let her down, or so she thought. And so she's disappointed. See how dangerous the whole name it, claim it stuff is? You can have, hey, you can have as much faith for me to live 100 years, but I probably won't. And that's where people are in, in Christianity. Look, God's not the genie in the bottle. We need to be careful about that. Don't let that permeate your thought process, all right? It's not a blank, cho- a, a, a blank check. It's not a bad choice either. It's not a bad choice. And so those are just a few things that faith is not. Let me give you the facts about faith. The facts about faith are, all right? Faith is defined and described by verse number 1. He says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so faith makes things that are hoped for as real as the things that are, they are, and it provides us, uh, an, an, I don't know if this is a good word, but it's, we're unshakable, all right? We're unshakable. It provides us some evidence there. All right? It provides us some evidence. Uh, the, the author of Hebrews gives us verse number two. For by it the elders obtained a good report. So, faith, living by faith, is how I gain a, a good report with the Lord. He goes on in verse number three. Uh, notice the creation account is reliable because it's based upon what? The Word of God. I, I believe in the beginning God. I believe in you know, six little days of creation and he rested on the seventh. Why? Because I read Genesis chapter 1 and I believed with the word of God. Uh, verse number 4, Abel offered a more pleasing sacrifice. Why? Because of a faith in a promise, a promise of God. Verses 5 and 6, we see Enoch. Enoch uh, took the first uh, ride without an airplane, I guess you could say, right? He received that because he had faith in the promises of God. Verse number 7, Noah built an ark, survived the flood. He, he floated because he had faith on the, in the promises of the Lord. That's why I did that. Then verses 8, you go to verses 8 all the way to verses number 19. Abraham, he left his homeland. He went out not knowing whether he was going. He, he sacrificed his, 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 his only son. Why? Because he had an unshakable foundation called the Word of God. See, this is faith based in the Word of God. Based in the Word of God. Uh, Verses 20 and 22, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, they all died in faith. Verses 23 through 29, Moses forsook Egypt. He led Israel uh, out of Egypt. He did to the will of the Lord, all in response to the promise of God. His faith was based upon God. Uh, Verse 30, Israel conquered Jericho, those walls, because of faith. In the promises of God. Rahab was saved. She was saved. Why was she saved? Because of her faith in the word of God. Her faith in the promises of God. Verse 32 uh, all the way to verse number 40. Thousands down through the ages have responded to God's promises with faith. And they've seen him do great wonders with great wonders. Faith is the assurance that God will do exactly what he said he would do. Just he's just going to do what he said he's going to do, you know. If you climb on the top of this building this morning and say I'm going to jump off of here and I'm going to fly, well, tell us where to send the body. Okay. Now maybe when we was like 20, but I'm not looking at a whole lot of 20 year olds. Maybe one. <laughs> all right. I think my knees would hurt before I even got there. Right. That's that's not faith. All right. That's that. You cross that line to foolishness, amen. It's not based on guesswork. It's not. It's not. You know, I, I've heard people say, "Well, I had peace of heart." I've had peace of heart, and what they were telling me about, and then I went to the scripture, and what the scripture was contrary to their peace of heart. I was like, "Oh, the heart is deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it?" I know what the Di- I know what Disney says. Follow your heart. The <laughs> Bible says you better be careful with that one. I've had peace of heart. I'm going to have faith in God. <laughs> I'm going to go with faith in God. I'm going to trust this, all right? That's what I, I, I want to do, right? Uh, it, it's, not, it's not some, you know, button we push. It's not some uh, uh, psycho thing. Listen, it's based on the Word of God. It's based on the truths uh, of uh, the Word of God. Very quickly here, what faith does. What does faith do? I'm not sheltered from bad things. I, I'm not sheltered from uh, losing a home, sickness, all right? We just had a lot of people sick. Some of you had COVID. I just didn't go tested. I don't know what I had or not, but anyway. It's, I mean, we're not, we're, not, we're not guaranteed, well, I'm saved. I'm not going to get sick and die. You're not sheltered from that, right? You're not sheltered uh, from those things. But in the midst of them, I have a promise. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. He he didn't say, hey, he didn't say, you're not going to have hardship in this life. He said, I'll walk with you through this life. That's what he said. We think if things are bad, then it must be the devil. When Jesus sent the disciples out on the sea, did he not know there was going to be a storm? He's God. You mean he sent them smack dab in the middle of a storm? He did. We don't like to think about that, but he did. It was in his will, all right? But he was with them. He was with them. Faith calms our fears. Here we are. We're going into 2022. We want to stretch out. Get outside our comfort zone. We want to do some things that, that, that accomplish some things for Christ. And sure, there's going to be some fears. Sure. Hey, we just said, hey, we'd like for everybody to be a soul winner. That means you've got to walk up to somebody and say, hey, if you died today, where would you spend eternity? You say, uh-uh, not me. I ain't going to do that. Nah, I ain't going to do that. That's a personal question. It is a personal question. It's kind of like walking up to somebody and say, how much money do you make? You wouldn't do that, would you? Well, it's pretty personal, isn't it? Hey, you know what faith does? It calms my fears. It calms my fears. That's what faith does. Because I know that Jesus said, Go you know, all the world and preach the gospel. And so faith calms our fears. Uh, 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 but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ as we go forward in this new year. Fear is going to knock at your heart door. It's going to knock. Hey, you're going to get ready to do something for the Lord? And I'm going to tell you something. Who do you think you are? You can't do that. You know deep down inside what a wicked person you really are. Who do you think you are? It's going to knock. Don't open the door. Send faith. Let faith open the door. And when faith opens the door, he's going to go, Nobody's there. There's nobody there. (laughs) Because faith overcomes fear all the time. Hey, listen. uh, Our faith overcomes uh, fear. Faith overcomes uh, that fear. Uh, Look in Joshua chapter 14. Man, i got to hurry. Joshua chapter number 14. My dad taught me. My dad's a preacher. And growing up, he said, Son, do not preach too long. So I'm scared that my dad will walk in the door and I'm preaching too long. So that's why I say that, all right? Joshua chapter 14, verse number 9. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive. And he said... These forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As yet I am strong this day, as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain, wherefore the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day how the napkins were there and that the cities were great and fenced. If, if so be, the Lord will be with me. Then I shall be able to drive them out. Listen to what he says. As the Lord said. Caleb said, hey, I've been waiting these 40 years. You remember? Joshua and Caleb were the only two out of that generation to go into the promised land. That other generation died off. Why? Lack of faith. Lack of faith. Joshua and Caleb said, we can do it. Now, Joshua and Caleb had to wander around another 40 years with them grumbling and griping people. Had to do it, but their faith never wavered. And when they got to that place where Caleb said, all right, want my mountain, got the deed in one hand, sword in the other hand, I'm going to take it. But Caleb, you're 85 years old. You know, stay behind, we'll get it, no big deal. No, Caleb said, no, I'm going. You know why? Because as the Lord said. That's faith. Not in some blind thing out here. It's just having simple faith in him. It's simple faith in him. Man, quickly, faith cushions our falls. Faith cushions our fall. I'm not immune from sin, and you are not either. I'm not immune from temptation, and you're not either, right? Right? If I fall, I have His promise. John ten twenty eight, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Christian, you sin, I sin. It'll happen. I'm thankful that when I sin, I do not lose my salvation. I lose fellowship with God. All right, just like if my kids do something bad against me, all right, we lose fellowship, but they're always my children. Now God will chastise. God will chastise. Why? Because you're his child. He like, he wants to bring you back, right? And so faith cushions my uh, fall very quickly. Faith confirms our future. John chapter fourteen. Uh, he said, you know, uh, he said, I will come again. Hey, faith confirms my future. You you may get to a point twenty twenty two where man, I tell you what, this is hard. You want me to be a soul winner, and you want to live by faith, and you want to do this and get outside my comfort zone. This is hard. Hey, faith determines my future. My future's in heaven. Whatever happens in 2022, it's not the end. The old pastor went to visit the elderly lady, and she had called him and she said, "Pastor, I'm getting ready to die. It's about time." She said, "It's it's maybe a week or two off." Now, I want you to preach my funeral, and I want you to do this and do that. And she went through a list of things, and she said, oh, Pastor, when, when you go up there and my body's laying out there in that casket, she said, Pastor, would you uh, put a fork in my hand? He said, put a fork in your hand. She said, yeah, you know, just take one of my forks out of the drawer here, put it right down there in my hand. I just want to lay there holding that fork. He said, okay, I can do that, but what in the world? She said, well, Pastor, you know at a church when we had the meals and everything, and, and at their church they had, a, they had a, a thing where the men would come around and grab the plates and put them in the garbage, and the men would then serve what was coming next. And she said, you know what was coming next? The best. Dessert was coming next. She said, they always saved the best for last. And she said, I know when the men would say, keep your fork, keep your fork. It meant... The best was coming she said would you just put a fork in my hand let everybody know the best is coming heaven's coming hey listen i tell you what we live by faith and we go through hard times but don't you worry he said i will come again i will come again faith confirms our future it claims god's finest faith challenges our failures faith does this it calls our friends you know what faith does you know what you know what when I have several times I've had many of you call me during the week and say pastor I gave out a track and I was able to witness that builds my faith when you call me I, I want to hear those testimonies pastor I met I met somebody at at Sam's and and I gave out a gospel track and I got to witness a little bit man that's exciting to me that builds my faith that that's what hey somebody may be getting ready to quit and because you decide to go on by faith, they do something great for God. Hey, faith calls our uh, friends. Verse number 1, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not uh, seen. He said this, by faith he forsook Egypt, in verse 27, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. You know what faith does? It says, you know what? I see him. I see the work that he can do. I serve a great God. I serve a good God. My God's not small. I I, I get concerned about Christians who minimize our God. No, He's big. I mean, He, he created the earth six days. The universe. The everything's so complex. Think about the human body itself. Boom, it was there. He's a big God. I can put faith in him. I can trust him. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. We'll have a verse of invitation this morning. Maybe you want to spend some time at the altar asking God.